Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prosperous Private Practice Bootcamp. This is your host, Dr. TK. So, Already, some people are probably noticing that I'm in a fantabulous home that's not mine, right? Um, So just to give everybody a heads up, I am actually going to use this to my advantage and show therapists what it's like to be in the community and work from anywhere and everywhere. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably would have already seen that I put out a reel this morning right before I left home about an hour and a half ago, sat through 90 minutes of traffic, but I am currently at a nonprofit uh, located in Southern California um, and South Central. And here I work with the re-entry population, which are those individuals who have just been released either from a local county or state uh, correctional facility. But today I'm actually out here doing trainings with the team. And so put a one in the comment box if this is something that you're interested in, because we've talked about this in the previous boot camp days when we've had guests come on. And I really just want to be an advocate for your private practice does not just have to stay um, in your home, in your home office or in a physical office space. So I'm also giving you these disclaimers that if I stop and I look this way, that means somebody busted through the door. (laughs) But they did say that I can use this room to host the conference, but I probably won't be all extra, extra loud because I'm not in my house and somebody's cubicle is right outside. (laughs) Okay. So if you are joining us on YouTube, LinkedIn, or on any other platform beyond our internal Facebook group, 
for the bootcamp, I want to highly encourage you head to drtk.com forward slash bootcamp, get access to the Facebook group, get access to that free course. Because in addition to this uh, week long bootcamp, we also have a specific assessment that I would like everybody to do because it's going to give you an understanding of where you are in your foundational methods for your private practice. Okay. So um, also, if you need that extra oomph, put it to in the comment box if you've liked the this week's uh, affirmations on the 8020 rule. Text the word abundance to 310-388-8603. And I will text you every single morning, Monday through Friday, non-holidays though. I may say like get off your phone or something like that. But um, I send you affirmations, maybe some activities to get your day or your week up and running. All right. So let's go ahead without further ado and get started. Um, we are going to wrap up here today um, a little bit like by 12, if not maybe five or 10 minutes after. Um, but today is a special topic. And so we are going to be talking about your vision blueprint and wealth and dream schedule. So if we have any DTA students watching, what they may recognize is that this is the very first introduction that I give them before they start to create their business plan. I used to do a, a Facebook uh, welcome call for the DTA students. And we used to introduce this topic live. And I said used to because now everything is pre-recorded there for them. But I thought that it would be a great tool for you all to see um, how to actually, how we have conversations about wealth, about money, and specifically that ideal schedule. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen so that we can get this party started. All right. So put a, oh, you know what? That is too, too small. Okay, that's better. <laughs> Put a two in the comment box if you can see the slides. Okay, it's just a vision, blueprint, wealth, and dream schedule. If my team can let me know, everybody can see that. That would be awesome. Okay, so one of the things in terms of tech, I'm just going to take y'all all the way behind the scenes because some of y'all one day may want to do something like this, is um, usually at home I have a bigger screen. I actually am just on my laptop. So I'm looking all over the place because I'm on this little bitty screen when I'm used to having a big screen at home. All right. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, vision, blueprint, wealth, and dream schedule. All right. So our agenda today is really to dive deeper into the mindset assessment of your business. We've been talking about the be, do, have over the last few days, but today we're going to actually dive deeper into it. Um, you will also see us talking about manifesting your dream schedule and bank account and what that should look like over time because you're running a marathon. So some of you may or may not have heard of the be, do, have model before coming to this boot camp. Um, the bottom line is most people operate in life backward. So they may say something, or you may say something like this, to have what I want, I must do blank. Then I will be blank, right? So for example, one of the statements that I may hear therapists say is to have a successful practice, to have a profitable practice, I must see 30 clients a week or whatever the high number is, but it's usually higher than what it needs to be, then I will be financially free. So put a one in the comment box if you want to be vulnerable and admit that you've made a statement like that, meaning you're focusing on what you need to have first in order to do, it di dictates what you do second, and then you become that person, right? So on day one, I believe I made the reference of like the new year, new me, I'm gonna get in the gym. And what some people will do is they'll go stock up their refrigerator. They'll go buy the best workout clothes. Girls go get their hair braided or in a way where it's not gonna sweat a lot, right? And then you believe that by having those things in place, 
that you're automatically going to lose weight. But at the end of the day, if we actually turn it around to the be, do, have model, you have to become the person who wants to work out to have a healthier lifestyle, lose weight, tone up, whatever your goals are, to then have what you want to have in your personal health. Be, do, have. So food for thought. This is an old tale. Money is not supposed to change you. Money is not supposed to change you. So let me ask you a question. When money is not there, when financial stability isn't there, who are you? Who are you? So let's dive a little deeper. Over the last two, uh, 24 months, over the last two years in March of 2020 in the U.S., I believe that every single person watching this video live or recorded or later, they have been able to attest through it has not been the easiest 24 months, whether that has been grief and loss, whether that has been um, and grief and loss doesn't have to be death. It can be ends of relationships. I mean, we were stuck in a house with people. It can be ends of, you know, friendships. It can be the death of a job, the death of a business, business stream, whatever it may be. But at the end of this 24 month period, what did it actually teach you about money? Hey, my mom is watching. Okay. <laughs> hey, mama, watch your girl and work. Give everybody say hi, mom. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all know I'm in character. Like I like to have fun. All right. So in the last 24 months, what did the last two years teach you about money? Okay. So let me go back to that. Um, when you think about the last 24 months, what some people realize is that money wasn't the be all end all, right? So we couldn't travel at least for the first like nine months of the pandemic. You could, I mean, you could, but it wouldn't suit, you know, serve you maybe to like go and buy ladies a brand new handbag or get a fresh bundle because heck, we couldn't even get our hair done, right? Um, we couldn't even get our nails done. There were a lot of things that we would say are normal, to us now and before March 2020, but let's be real, when 2020 hit, it really taught you what's important. Put a one in the comment box if you would agree. During the last two years, you have had time to sit with your thoughts. And that's one of the things that our clients have a hard time working with and dealing with, let alone the therapist. This is why I do see a lot of therapists with all these visions and business goals, they want to implement all of them. And really, I want to caution them and say, what are you avoiding? What are you potentially running away from? What is it that you don't want to think about? What is it that you don't want to execute? Because at the end of the day, when you are sitting in your home, locked in and can't go anywhere unless it's an emergency and you ain't got Instacart, so you got to go to the grocery store, you are stuck with your thoughts and your thoughts may not be that pretty. So when we go deeper into the be, do, have model, just some other prompts to think about. What was the goal of going to graduate school? So put some of these responses in the chat box. What was your goal of going to grad school? Was it to get the degree? Was it you were thinking long term? You knew you wanted to have a business? Did you want to have the 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 uh, job of your dreams? Look at that. It's 1111. So we are right on track right now. The angels are talking to us. If y'all believe in angel numbers, you know what I'm talking about. But what was the goal of going to school? So initially, when I went to school, my goal was not just to get a degree. It was to get a degree and to get a very good paying job so that I could. I did not use the word abundant, but I really wanted to live a very good life. OK, um, what was the goal of taking the licensure exam? OK, yeah, duh, to get licensed. But if we think long term, it wasn't just to get licensed. It was to position you as the expert in that area of your field, because now you have a license to back you up beyond just hours. Right. So let me just read the chat box. So these are some of the things that came up in the chat box. We have second career, which should have been the first. Yeah. Um, we have career greater salary. 
Um, Brittany says my degree, um, get my degree and work in management for administration and mental health at the time of initially it was work at a mental health hospital. Like I really want y'all to look at what y'all initial goals were and where y'all at now, right? Financial security and doing what I love. Um, didn't ever think, didn't ever think to go, but it was needed as a purpose to become clear. Yeah. Um, to get out of the classroom, I was a teacher, went to grad school to become a counselor and, and second career. So as you can see, we have a variety. I've known always I wanted to be a therapist, had my eyes on grad school since graduating high school. Awesome. Get a degree and create my own business. Okay. So we have a variety of responses. We have a variety of goals, right? Some of you already spoke to this. What was the goal of getting the job? Because what you're noticing that I'm going deeper and deeper, right? Because we may say, oh, the goal from going to grad school was to get licensed. Then somebody may say the goal of getting licensed was to get that job. So then what was the goal of getting the job then? Was it just to work 40 hours a week? Was it to get burnt out like some of us have at jobs? Was it to be undervalued and underpaid and overworked? What was the goal, right? What was the goal of opening up a business? Now answer that in the comment box. What was your goal or what is your goal of opening up a business? Some of you may say, time freedom to create my own schedule. Um, you want to be able to do what you want, when you want, and when you want to do it, right? You want to be able to have a no caps approach on your money, okay? So let me just state a simple fact. The goal is never the goal because as you can see, we took it down four layers. The real goal is who you will become in the process of achieving that goal. So really ask yourself from going through those prompts, who did you become over time? And I'm smiling and I'm getting chills because some of you could have probably never fathomed who you are today. Some of you are still doing a career change. You may say, you know what? I wanted to be a therapist, but now I actually want to supervise interns. I don't want to do the active work. I thought I wanted to have a solo practice, but one day I want to have a group practice. So I need to get my solo practice in order. Um, maybe I'm in the season. I want to have babies. So I want to be a stay at home mom. One of my clients told me she about to be in the season where she about to get a private jet and be a stay at home mom for a few years to be there with her children. Why? Because she can't. Right. So look at some of these. Um, have more freedom with my family. We are a military family, so I need flexibility. Damn, yeah. So there's some deep stuff, right? Uh, teach and train new therapists through supervision. I also want to have more time for my family. Um, the goal of a job as an AMFT, work-life balance. Ooh, we're going to talk about that balance stuff, but not not today. Uh, genuinely help people in um, a living wage. Okay. All right. So let's dive deeper. And some of you may say, oh, I, you know, I got some work to do today. So let's talk about the be, do, have model and let's actually apply it, right? So put a one in the comment box if y'all ready to apply the be, do model because my goal for you today is that you have a so like elevated mind shift that you will never look at your activities you do the same. You will never wake up the same. Even if you wake up in a bad mood, you will learn how to recalibrate yourself. But at the end of the day, my goal is to make you a better person because better people up here in your mindset makes you a better business owner. You can take action more efficiently, right? So to have your dream job, your dream lifestyle and business. And if you're in a job, I'm going to say job too, because what we're talking about today, if you choose to stay at your job and then you want to open up a private practice part-time or you want to maintain them both, I would hope that you would position yourself so great at that job that you do love it. You should not be at a place that you don't love. If you don't love it, you need to be creating an exit plan. Don't leave prematurely, but create an exit plan. So to have your dream lifestyle and business, you must work from the inside out. 
Most operate from the outside in. So this is how we break it down. When you look at the word be, or I may say becoming the best version of you, it is an internal mindset. This is why I said in the last few days of the boot camp, some of us need therapy. Some of us need coaching. Some of us just need to be around the right people. It's just not about strategy. I can teach you all the strategy all day long. I got information for days. Clearly I'm doing a six day bootcamp. We doing bonuses in the Facebook next week, more about application of what you've done, right? I've created all these webinars. I've taught over 30 different types of classes from three different institutions. I got over 200 podcast episodes. What am I saying? And what did I say yesterday? Your knowledge and your life experience makes you like puts you at the level where you will never have nothing to give. You will never have nothing to offer. But none of that matters if you don't believe in who you are and who you want to become. The do, the do is our actions and behaviors. So what do we teach our clients? When they sit down and they say, oh, I want to remove this depression. I want to remove this anxiety. I don't want to be isolated anymore. We can't just say, okay, girl, get up and go out the house tomorrow. Absolutely not. We need to process. Look at my cursor, the B. When I look at things from a psychodynamic perspective, because that's how I'm trained, very heavy on object relations. My main perspective, anytime I meet any new client is psychodynamic. I want to know how did you become the person that you are today? Then once we can determine how you became that person and look at your actions, then we can look at it. Well, how bad do you want it? Motivational interviewing. Right. And I'm I'm intertwining a lot of different methods because there's no one size fits all. I'm just letting you know part of what's embedded in my framework with how I work with my clients. So once I do a thorough intake, then we can start talking about, okay, what do we need to increase or decrease? What do we need to enhance? What actions do you need to keep doing so that you can stay afloat? What behaviors do you need to keep doing and or take away? Same thing with business. If you want to have a multi six-figure business or maybe in the beginning, just $50,000 in your private practice, who do you need to be every single day? And who is that person in terms of actions? What do they do every day to get those results? So think about laws of attraction. Like attracts like, similar to like a boomerang. We throw it out there and maybe a little pause and then it comes back because in divine timing, what is made for us in our path will always come to the light. So if you're familiar with personal development, you probably are familiar with Tony Robbins. He says, energy flows where our attention goes. Energy flows where our attention goes. So ask yourself, what are you thinking about throughout the day? And then wondering why you can't get stuff done. To get what you really want in life, you need a clear goal, very specific, that has purpose and meaning behind it. We talked about that on day one. We talked about the why. Once these things are in place, you can focus your energy on the goal and become obsessive about it because you should be in love with it. That's the secret of how energy flows and where attention goes. So, for example, I have a goal for these boot camps. I have a goal of how many people I want to sign up. I have a goal of how many people I want to sign up for DTA. I have a goal of how many people are just going to stay in the tribes. They connected with me via, you know, um, Instagram and via email. I have a goal for every single product suite in my ecosystem. I also have a goal for my clients and I declare greatness over every single one of my clients because my goal is my mission. So put a two in the comment box if you need to check your energy, because one of the reasons why things aren't working for you strategically to build your business is because your energy isn't there. And if it is the energy there, it is not the right energy. You are bringing the wrong energy. Like, for example, I can show up for a private practice and say, 
they're probably not even going to show up. And then you get mad when they don't show up. You, you put that energy into the universe. Be very clear about what you want and declare that. Speak that. We don't tell our clients to leave the therapy office or the therapy telehealth space and, oh, continue your limiting beliefs. No, we tell them to think positive. Stay positive affirmations. Oh, Dr. TK, I don't believe those. Those aren't true. Say them enough. You've said enough negative things to make those true. So how about we say enough positive things to make those true? So think about it in terms of laws of attraction. Where is your attention right now? For example, if you're watching this on your phone, are you scrolling on another device? If you're watching this on YouTube, do you got multiple tabs up on your computer? Are you scrolling on your phone while also trying to take notes? Where are you? Be respectful to yourself. This is an investment. Is it an investment in your time for yourself and your business? Okay. Also, are you focused more on lack or are you focused more on desire? Right. Are you constantly talking about how you can't pay the bills? Are you constantly talking about you got more month than money? Are you constantly talking about you don't know how to figure out how to pay daycare? I'm not saying that those are not logistical things, but ask yourself a higher quality question. Instead of saying like my son is in daycare, it's his last year of like the the preschool before he goes into kindergarten. So we got to pay. They just went up on a fee again. And you saw my face. It wasn't pretty. Right. They went up to the price we were paying when he wasn't potty trained. It's back at three thirty five or something crazy. Right. So do you think that me and my husband want to pay three thirty five a week and we work at home? But he needs to socialize. His big brother is not there all the time. So in order for me to get my son's needs met. I don't want him to sit in a house full of adults when I'm on a computer because I don't want him to think that that's a part of life. Even though I want him to be a business owner, I don't want him to think that that is all there is. You need to go with kids. So if I were in a financial rut and I'm like, damn, I don't know how I'm going to pay this $335. i am going to continuously focus on not being able to pay it and what's going to happen when every week it hit my account. I'm going to be in a negative, right? Instead, I can ask myself a higher quality question. What can I do so that I can generate an additional $1,500 a month. Put a two in a comment box if that makes sense to you. Do you need to be asking yourself higher quality questions instead of just focusing on what you don't have? What do I need to do to bring in $335 a month, I mean a week? I can literally right now, because like I said, I got plenty of life experience. I can literally, without a membership, go on Instagram right now and say, hey, I'm going to have a workshop to teach you one, two, and three. Easy as offer, $88. One time only, you get the replay. If I do my numbers, and I just threw that out, I ain't making nothing up. But if I needed $1,500 divided by 88, I need 17 people. You don't think you have 17 people? And if you don't, you just got to get in front of your audience more and know who your ideal client is. But my calculation tells me I need 17 point some, 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 which is rounded up to 18. I need 18 people to say yes. Bet I can do that every month. If I want to divide it up, hell, that's four people a week, 4.5 people a week. Think about that in terms of your private practice as well. Instead of saying, how am I going to get clients? Ask yourself, what activities and who do I need to become every day to get two new clients a week? How do I I need to show up every single day online, networking with other people? See, y'all just want clients to fall on your doorstep. 
is not going to happen. I don't care if you're black or brown. And I say that because I got on a little soapbox last year to my audience about, you know, y'all had a cool, nice little ride for people of color dropping on your doorstep for mental health. You had a cool, nice ride for all this money dropping on your doorstep for free services. Now it's time for you to market. Oh, but you don't know how, because during all that time of you saying yes, 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 even to people who do not meet your client avatar, but you just wanted clients or you just wanted 150 an hour with the grant money or whatever the case may be, you didn't slow down to think, shouldn't I be building my business? Shouldn't I carve out one to three hours a week to actually work on my business? Who do I need to be connected with to learn how to market? Right? So think about the definition of manifestation because sometimes we manifest things that are against what we actually want. So manifestation, the the definition is an event an action or an object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. So I can manifest a profitable practice. I can manifest a full caseload. I can manifest my ideal DTA students. I will manifest anything I want. Why? Because where my energy goes, my energy flows. Okay. Think about faith. Some of y'all are lacking in faith. What you believe is true will show up in your reality. If you believe that your business will not be profitable, it's not going to be profitable. If you believe that it's going to take you three years to build a profitable self-pay private practice, it's going to take you three years. However, if you think on the flip side, like that container, quantum physics, if you believe that it's going to take you three months to get 10 clients, I bet you'll tush, you're going to become the person that does the things to get those 10 clients in three months. Does that make sense? Okay. So claim your outcome. So what I want you to do is learn how to claim your outcome and then detach from it. So claiming your outcome and detaching from it is similar to, I have a vision board in my home office, right? It sits behind my door, but I can see it because my office door is always closed when I'm in there, right? So I walk by it every day. It's in my subconscious. I printed out the pictures on staples.com. I did a whole reel on it. Got a lot of positive feedback about people seeing how I decorate my vision board every year. I've already put that into the universe. All of these things will manifest. And then I literally told my husband, what was it on Monday or something like that? I'm like, yo, I think I need to recalibrate something because outside of the programs that are already up, I need to like check my level of motivation. Now don't get me wrong. My motivation motivation is very high. However, I find myself being human. Sometimes, some days I plateau. I don't feel like doing nothing. And it's not even that I don't have stuff to do. I just don't feel like it. And I'm like, what is this about? Is it that I need to sit still? Sometimes, right? But then there's sometimes where I don't need to be sitting still and I do need to be doing things for them not to stack up on one another. But I told my husband, I need to actually go back to my vision port and review the things that I've accomplished so that I can be grateful for those things. But I also got so, so focused on my energy with manifesting everything on my vision board. I actually manifested 75% of the stuff on my vision board by March. It is August. What the hell am I supposed to manifest for the rest of the year? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So let me know if this is making sense. Put a one in the comment box if this is making sense. Because again, we don't think that we need this mindset stuff because we're a therapist. But we probably are the main people that need to really think about how do we show up? Because also those are the clients that you're going to attract. However, I always tell my clients and they're like, ooh, girl, you, you try me. And I'm like, well, be tried. You know what I'm saying? Like wherever you are and whomever you are, is what you will attract. If I'm in a negative state and I'm having a launch, who the hell you think I'm about to attract? If I'm not financially responsible with paying my rent, if I'm not financially responsible with paying my bills, I'm going to attract people who don't believe in financial integrity. I don't want anybody in my program who can keep up with their bills. 
right? Do your numbers. Okay. So um, also start acting like the person who already has it. So when I was manifesting a passport, meaning my passport needed to be renewed, my husband and my son needed a passport. So we didn't get our passports until July or June when we came back from Walt Disney World, right? Um, But this has been something on my vision board for a while. And then it got paused clearly because of 2020, right? And I wanted my son to be old enough where I can take him out of the country and me feel cool, you know? So I started acting like the person who already had a passport. My whole Pinterest vision board is like the Maldives, Bali, Thailand, like Dubai, like wherever we want to go, we're going, right? So I started showing up like, okay, I ain't gonna buy this stuff on Amazon right now, but I'm gonna put it in my cart. I'm gonna add it to my list. Be okay with looking at things, even if you don't have them yet. See, some of y'all get high and tested and start using your credit card because you don't like to window shop. Be patient. Be patient with your business, okay? So let's talk about pricing in your practice. (laughs) Brittany said, get off my block. I'm all the way on it, Compton Boulevard. All right, so pricing in my practice, okay? So let's talk about pricing. So this is just like DTA etiquette. All right. I'm never, ever going to tell you how to price your products or services. And I think I mentioned this yesterday or the day before. However, I will tell you if it's like too low, like, yeah, you're devaluing yourself and we need to actually process that. Let's do it right now on this group call because I'm sure you're not the only one battling with pricing. Put a one in the comment box if you all are having a internal issue with pricing, meaning, you know, damn well, your price needs to go up, but you ain't confident. I'm a hot chocolate. Sorry. (laughs) You're maybe not confident. Um, Maybe you feel like you need to learn something else. Um, Maybe you just need permission (laughs) from someone. But let me know if you have an issue with pricing. Even if you don't have a private practice, you don't even know where to start. Right. So I'm going to let you know right now. It's actually not about how much you charge. So I really want you to ask yourself, how much energy have you been giving to this area versus focusing on clarifying your niche, clarifying your ideal client avatar, fixing your back office or creating one, right? It's actually not about how much you charge. It actually is about how much you think your services are worth. So in the framework, what we highly focus on is that end goal. When a client is done with you in therapy, what will their life be like? I just really want to say this to y'all. Y'all giving people a whole ass new life. Excuse my language. You are giving people a whole new perspective in their life. You don't think that that's worth at minimum 150, let alone a thousand, because technically I believe that Anything that you say in terms of pricing of how much your services are worth, we need to times that by 10. You need to be walking around like I'm worth 10,000. I got 10 clients. I'm worth 10,000. Their fee may be 100. It may be 150. But you're worth 1,000 per client per session. How does that feel? You are worth at minimum $1,000 with inflation. Last year, I used to say 500 at minimum with a master's degree. But we talking to thousands. People who never went to grad school going on YouTube, busting out videos because they're committed to the process, they killing the game. They superseding y'all, which is why a lot of therapists got too many damn ideas. And now you want to have all these streams of income when you're not using your lowest hanging fruit. They're using their lowest hanging fruit. They like doing video. You don't. So don't try to make yourself a YouTuber. Okay. So the objection challenge, clients are going to give you objections to your pricing. I we, There's no way around that, but there's a way in which how you address it. So we've had students and we're going to bring somebody on in a moment, but we've had students in our community that say like, I don't know if I can charge that much or you in California, I'm in uh, Louisiana. I don't give a damn where you are. I don't care what your zip code is. I don't care what the SES is of who you with. At the end of the day, your your grad school didn't charge you any less for going to school in Alabama 
put a one in the comment box if you received that message. Your grad school did not charge you any less based off your zip code of where the school was located. Okay? They still charged you either $50,000, $75,000. And if you went and got a doctorate, our loans are the price of a house. <laughs> okay? With interest. Okay? And so if you bring up, oh, I don't know, my answer as a coach would be, well, why do you charge that much? I'm going to be a therapist coach in that moment. Why can't you charge that much? And if you can't tell me why, we got a bigger problem, right? So these are the pricing laws of DTA, <laughs> Dope Therapist Academy. Is your, and this going to hit home. Ooh, we put a one in the comment box if you feel statement number one. Is your pricing narrative yours or your client's? Is your pricing narrative yours or your client's? Because your pricing narrative, you, you may start to take on the mindset of, a poverty-stricken client, but hell, that's why they come into therapy because they mind ain't right. They need to be more positive. So are you basing your pricing off of what you think people can pay? You trying to count people's pockets? Don't do that. My practice was on the border of Orange County. And if y'all familiar with that, it's right by Disneyland, very affluent area. I'm from Compton. I lived in Compton all the way to 39. Okay, 38, 39. All right. And so what does that mean? I'm, I'm a bred Comptonian, okay? I just made up that word. But bottom line is, I still have a doctorate degree. I still know that I'm a fire therapist. I know that I transform people's whole ass lives, whole families, get people get back together, or hell, maybe they don't need to be together. But bottom line is, I know I do my job well. So what does that mean in terms of my pricing? I'm not gonna count people's pockets. I don't care if they say they live in Compton. 150 back then was my first price, or not my first price, but middle price. But right now my individual fee is 200, even though I'm not taking no new clients. If somebody told me they were from South Central, from Watts, how much is therapy? $200. I'm not going to stutter. And that came with practice and confidence, but I'm not gonna stutter at this point and say, well, you know, they live in Compton and um, based off the news, uh, they be saying that people in Compton, like get the out of here. Like I lived in Compton and I made multiple six figures. Don't play yourself. Stop trying to count people's pockets. Pay attention to your energy, not the other person's. They're coming to you as the expert. So if you focus on clients' inability to pay your rates, those will be the very clients that you attract. Put a two in a comment box if you like. Oh, she just got me with a dagger. <laughs> Right. If you focus on clients that have an inability to pay your rates, like, oh, my God, the only people that's going to hit me up are the people who can't pay. You know, I only I used to say this. I can only attract, you know, um, black people, but black people ain't going to want to pay my rates, really, because there's a lot of very much so black people who are in the moderate, you know, to damn near poverty line. But they, but they can buy a PS5 or PS6 for their kid for Christmas, though. They can buy those Jordans, though. They can go on Melrose and buy these Jordans in which my husband know he watching. You got to scan the damn barcode to even see how much they are. we be going to New York. I'm like, well, now wait, what kind of game is this? <laughs> I'll be like, how much is the shoes? He like 600. I said, how much were they when they first came out? He like a hundred. I said, shit, we better find a 400, even though I know we can't, you know what I'm saying? So he may get shoes, but hell, we save trips. We don't just roll to New York, roll on Melrose and say, let's blow a rack. No, the planning. But in order for me to plan to buy luxury goods, I can't be playing with my worth and my value. I like luxury items. Now that don't mean, I, hell, this, this blazer right here came from Amazon, right? And I'm, I'm using this as a point. You can like regular stuff. You can like luxury stuff. The bottom line is you need to show up 
how you want to be treated and how you want to be valued, right? Yeah, bought a Chanel, <laughs> right? Okay, so application, the B. What qualities, and this will be in your workbook, what qualities or traits, if you think about the person who has what you want to have, like the person on your vision board, what qualities or traits does this person have? I want you to visualize them and you're going to process this in your workbook. I really want you to think about the person on your vision board. What qualities or traits? So I want you in the chat box, put a put one quality or trait that your next level has. So for example, if I'm thinking about myself as a multimillionaire, one of the traits that I'm going to write down is high quality leadership. Because in order for me to bring in multi-millions, I need to hella delegate. It doesn't mean I need 50 people on my team, but it means I need the right five people on my team or I need to enhance the training that my current team currently has so that they can get, get promoted and get trained to do the things that I currently do so that I don't have to do them, right? So I want you to think about like, what are the qualities and traits? In terms of the do, what types of behaviors does that next level you engage in um, or practice on a daily basis to get the desired outcome. So one of the traits that I see in the comment box is fearless. Okay. Effective time management. Okay. Awesome. More vocal stating what's on your heart. Okay. The have, how much do you want to make in a calendar year? So sometimes this is the problem. We start with this. We start with, oh, I want to make $250,000. So what, how, how many things I got to sell? And then you like go backward, but you totally forget about the time management that's required, the community and tribe. And I'm just reading y'all comments in the box, the community and tribe that's required for you to do that because you cannot grow that big by yourself. Um, you need to have a certain mindset of being driven internally, not just externally. If you have to get permission from somebody every single time, you're not going to grow your business at the pace that you want because you always have to wait on somebody to make a decision for you, okay? So these are things you want to process in your workbook. Through their lens, meaning the next version of you, how do they see themselves? Do they see themselves as lacking confidence? Hell to the all, right? Do, see, do, do they see themselves um, only traveling to Vegas or do they see themselves traveling to the Maldives, right? Um, how are they different than others? And more importantly, how are they different from who you are today? So in your workbook, we're going to talk about or you're going to flush out five actions you can take effective today to embody the next version of you. OK, it doesn't have to be until after you get all your hours, if you're pre-licensed, it doesn't have to be until after you get a full caseload. Becoming the person that you want to become will help you get the caseload that you want. Does that make sense? OK, now application in your workbook is you're going to what you're going to do is you're going to answer all those prompts in your workbook and then you're going to compare that list. And you're going to recognize what the difference is between the two people. The two people are the past self, I mean, the current self and the future self. Put a one in the comment box if you're down to do this activity. You're going to have to go through those prompts and then you're going to have to look at, okay, this is what my next version is. Okay, here she is, fire. You all pumped up looking at that vision board, right? But then you look at you and you like, no, no, hold on. This, 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 this is not going to work, <laughs> right? So... There needs to be something connected in the middle. And that can be information, strategy, coaching, a community. It, it depends on you, right? Okay, so I'm glad that everybody is down to do it, all right? Because you know we're going to have y'all posted in the Facebook group too. So in terms of the application to bring it on home before we bring our guest on, the be, do, have model, you have to become this person. You have to do what they do to get the results that they have. And let me just say this, success is a very crappy teacher, 
Okay. Success is a very crappy teacher. So when you become complacent, AKA comfortable with your past win, like a girl already got the degree, I already got license. You knew how long it took me to get that. You know what I'm saying? Then you start showing up differently because you become content. I already failed in my case, little Dr. TK. I ain't worried about that. I'm making my money. Okay. Well, how happy are you with that amount of money? You don't want more. If my client ever tells me, all right, I'm at 70 K. That was my goal. So you don't want a hundred, you know what I'm saying? Like what else do you want? So let me just say this. When you start saying positive affirmations, you're not fake. You're simply retraining your subconscious mind, your brain to believe that, um, to believe what it needs to believe in order for you to behave the way that you need to behave to get what you want. So what am I really saying here? Sometimes people can't buy into the affirmation because they say that, oh, it's fake. It's not me. Well, how do you expect to become that next version of you unless you start telling yourself a different story than you're telling yourself? Okay. And let's be all the way real. Like your brain and your subconscious mind has been effing with you this whole time, which means that it's fake because if you have limiting beliefs, you've allowed your brain to take over what should be happening in your actual reality. Okay. So before we go on to the next section, I want to pull on our guests. Um, we have another DTA student coming on, Miss Brittany. I'm going to wait till she hops on the screen. Um, on a scale of one to 10, how are y'all enjoying the information so far? Because this is one section of the first module in DTA. Okay. And um, I'm really excited to like show y'all the behind the scenes and just FYI, um, we're actually going to introduce and talk about DTA. I'm going to go through it with a fine tooth comb tomorrow. And then I'm going to um, also show you the portal and let you know, like, you know, let you see what's there. Cause I think that's important. Some of you are very much visual learners and you maybe need to see like what you're signing up for. And I don't mind showing it because I ain't scared. Like you can't take nothing I got because you ain't me. <laughs> like just ain't nobody you, right? So I'm gonna finish up these slides and then I'm gonna have her hop on, okay? All right, so let's talk about manifesting your dream schedule and bank account. This part is not too long. It's just a few slides, okay? So when you think about manifesting your dream schedule and bank account in the Dope Therapist Academy, according to what we teach, what we teach our students is to, we give them a, and actually we'll have probably Brittany talk about this too, but oh, there she is. So we'll pull her on in like two minutes. So what we do is we give you like a simple Excel sheet and we have you look at um, three different schedules. I don't want to get in detail in terms of what those schedules entail, but just to give you some categorical data is we have you identify what is your current schedule. And then we give you two different versions of your future schedule, right? Then we also have you look at, okay, if we're looking at your pricing to determine how many clients, hey, um, so in order to in order to understand your pricing, you first want to get an understanding of your schedule. And so when we look at your current schedule and then two versions of a future schedule, some of our clients actually in DTA, they overshoot their schedule, meaning they say they got to see 30 clients. When in reality, if they increase their rate, maybe with five new clients, they actually will only have to see 22 clients. So they're not doing the right calculation. So we have them look at what is the difference between the three calendars, what actions need to be done to get their current schedule to their dream schedule over time, not by tomorrow. And then what actions need to be done um, to get your future um, self on your dream schedule. So what actions do you need to take every day? What type of marketing do you need to do? What type of um, enhancement in your mindset do you need to do? And then at the end of the day, what's really holding you back from having your ideal schedule? Okay. So that's just like a snapshot. I'll show you more of what we do in DTA tomorrow, but I do want you to hear from um, one of our students. So I'm going to bring her on. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All Hello. Right. So introduce yourself. And then today I've talked about like mindset, 
dream schedule. So can you talk a little bit about where you were before joining DTA and what's been your experience um, enhancing your business? Yeah. So hi, everybody. My name is Brittany Jackson. I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor. Um, I reside in the state of Illinois, um, but I'm also licensed in Indiana and Georgia, um, which I have a, I've achieved that while um, in the DTA program. So I started DTA in October. Yes, I was in the October cohort of 2021. Um, and at the time I was working full time in um, clinical care management um, with an insurance company um, and um, also running my practice on the side. Um, <laughs> we, know that exactly. we know what that means. But in the midst of participating in DTA, I recognized that there were a lot of things that I was already doing right, like a lot of my perspective and the way I went about doing business or even just consulting with clients and, and doing the consultation calls and, and having you know certain systems and processes in place um, were already working for me. What I learned during DTA was to be able to enhance those processes and to be more strategic about the way I did certain things and why I did them, um, making sure that, you know, my back office was, you know, in alignment with the things that, um, you know, I wanted in terms of business um, and really starting to focus on my longer term goals. My, my goal really was to stop working for somebody else, um, to work 100 percent for myself. And I was able to accomplish and achieve that by April of this year. So I went full time in my practice, April 2022. And I'm not looking back if I have to go back and work with somebody. But that's not that's really not an option. There's no plan B here. This has to work. So and I've been doing fairly well. And I have my semi ideal schedule right now. You know, I work three and a half days a week, which is good. But I would like to get that down to three. And I would like to get my clients from about 18 to like 12. That'd be nice. <laughs> so, yeah. You said something important in terms of timeline, because I know that we've had other therapists on here up to today. And I'm happy to hear, like, just, I hope that the therapists who are watching now or later are able to see the different variation of levels of the clinicians that have been in our community, just so that it's, they, because some people believe that it's a one-stop shop right? Like, oh no, your program. And some people have told me how to cater my program. Like, oh no, you should only cater to people who just, just are starting. And I'm like, but the thing is some people who have already started, we have some things in place that are working well, right? Mm -hmm. But then there are other areas that need to be enhanced specifically, as you said, related to your future goals. So you may have been building your practice based off of what was working for you at that point when you had a job and your practice was really on the side, then you made the shift of, oh, no, I need this to be my main. And there, that's our verbiage in the community. There is no plan B. <laughs> like mm -hmm. when you plan on plan B, that is your energy. Mm -hmm. And B will, B will always come, right? Yeah. So if yeah. A is your only option, then that's what you focus on. And I also wanted to pull out that you had mentioned you're still working on your ideal schedule. Mm -hmm. And one of the great things, because I know that you've taken full advantage of it, of being in our community, you get exposed to live events, you get exposed to me letting y'all in with my mentors and learning how to do other things beyond mm -hmm. just therapy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and one of the benefits of that is understanding where you want to go in your business. Mm -hmm. So can you speak to, because it's like all oh, y'all are different. This is crazy. Can you speak <laughs> to what you're working on now in terms of your business, not just private practice. And mm -hmm. what do you think contributed to you being able to do that in less than a year? 
Yeah, that's big. And I think, you know, this mindset piece and kind of like bringing this back around today, I'm like, oh, I was on the perfect day because I just kind of needed a reminder, you know, um, in, in some ways. But I think it was me first acknowledging that I am a business owner, that this is not something that's on the side, right? Like this is supposed to be the main thing and the thing that I've been saying I've been wanting to do for a really long time. Um, I started out having an individual practice when I was still receiving supervision, went to work for a group practice and then left that and went back to starting my private practice in the middle of the pandemic. January 2020 is the was the when I decided to leave where I was at. So I just celebrated uh, my two years um, and then to be able to walk into two years you know, as a full-time business owner was uh, definitely a, a mental and emotional shift that I needed to make um, to start showing up as the person that I wanted to be. So business-wise, like, I think it's really seeing that you can do things beyond the couch. Like, it's not all about one-to-one therapy, um, you know, or family or whatever, couples. Like, it's not all about just doing therapy. Like, you can, you know, start support groups. You can start um, therapy groups. You can offer coaching programs and, you know, just doing things beyond and using my skills and my abilities beyond what school taught me or what, you know, I believed having a business or, or providing therapy would look like, you know, wanting to work in the community, wanting to work with churches or wanting to do more holistic health and wellness things and, you know, getting certified and becoming a doula and like doing other things that I know that I want to do that's going to enhance my business on many facets. So, you know, just being able to sit there, I would just participate in the mastermind. So I was just at the live mastermind in New York, um, but to sit there and like have to come up with the different streams of income. And it's like, I had more than seven. I think I added two more. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> Like I had nine, but just the fact that like to know that I have operating in alignment and I'm thinking ahead and like, I think Dr. TK was surprised because like I kind of had a uh, like a spreadsheet already done and I was like, I already kind of did this. And like, what is like, how would I get my strength kind of out of this? And so it was nice when we had that activity and to see like you are already thinking ahead. You are already thinking like a CEO. You are already thinking like somebody who you know, can have a multi-million dollar business or businesses. And so it's like, okay, well, how does that continue to manifest and support which where you want to go and the things that you're already doing to like put you in that position? So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, it is one question that I do want to ask because it seems to come up a lot. And I think it's come up a lot with even the interviews that we've had this week. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to the benefits Uh-oh. of speaking up? And I have to figure out how that worth is because it comes up, I think, way too often, even in our community. I can't like, mm-hmm. so let me just put a disclaimer out there to everybody, right? I think about a year and a half ago, I'm going to use this word, but don't take it like the wrong way. I low-key like threatened my community. And it wasn't like a threat. It was just like, yo, I'm carving out time to show up for y'all live. I could have been like other business coaches and put, the, put y'all through a self-paced program where you have no live access whatsoever. <laughs> right. Um, I could have put it in a membership and just focused on one thing or one thing only. Right. Um, but I did it because I like community. That's one of my biggest thriving points. I love community. And mm-hmm. so when I carve out time, because y'all say y'all won't help with y'all business and I show up live and I show my face. Granted, some people may be at a soccer game or whatever. This is still your business. So if you made the investment, especially your first round of DTA, make sure that you make the commitment. If you can't make it live, go watch the replays. If you can make it live, show up 
take in information. After about the second session, start writing down questions. And I say the second session because it may be a lot to take in initially. Mm -hmm. So what I'm speaking to, Brittany, is a lot of people over my last three years of having the group cohorts, you know, we have a good amount of people who still show up and suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. And so can you speak to the benefits of speaking up because you have been a student, which I'm very proud to say does speak up, especially when you stuck like y'all still don't get it. I still ain't got it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the things that I love most about BTA is the community and taking advantage of the resources and the support that's right before me. So like one of my biggest takeaways was was getting linked to, you know, my um, accountability group. Um, and having a group of people who are, you know, working on similar things. Um, we have similar niches, um, being able to, you know, start support groups and just have someone just kind of be like, hey, sis, I see you. Are you OK? Are things OK? Right. But, you know, showing up to the calls or even going back and watching the calls and asking questions in the group and getting direct support. But the other piece of it is, you know, the stuff that we talk about in our calls is not the stuff that you teach. Like, it's not stuff. there are things outside of that that other people bring up. And it's just like, well, I didn't even think about that. Or I didn't even know that was an option. Or how did you do that? Like, where did you get that from? And having people willingly offering you support and advice on how to get started or do things in ways that you didn't even consider or think of. It's like, you know, Dr. TK is a wealth of information and she has, she offers so much support, but that community and just having other people who are just trying to like be great like you are um, and know that you can make money and it's not about, you know, working in community mental health or this or that. And like the ways that I'll be honest, like we've been whitewashed. Like when we, you go to school and it's like you've been whitewashed. (laughs) Yeah. Like you go to school and this is what they tell you that this is what it looks like to be, you know, a therapist and, you know, having to work in multiple places. And I did, I had two or three jobs at one point. Um, And for this to be, you know, my only stream of income right now, but acknowledging that I am building more streams within my own business. And I think that is like huge. And for someone to say like, you can do it too. Um, You can make a million dollars too. And this is not impossible. Just gives me hope and just offers that can like, it keeps bringing me back to keep on coming to the calls and getting what I need from it. So, yeah. yeah. So you mentioned something, I want to just put it out there. We'll talk about it more tomorrow, but Kelly had mentioned it. So I just want to say it because some people are probably curious about what do we mean by I can just keep coming back. So in most coaching programs, you are only allowed to come to the cohort that you joined. That's majority. Some coaching programs that I've been in, I can come to like future ones, right? But there is a cap to that. And our cap is this year. And so this is for everybody who is wondering, because some of you I've seen names, I see very familiar names in the comment box. Some of y'all are in our community. Some of y'all been to multiple of these boot camps, okay? Or some of y'all just been with me on Instagram or something, because I know y'all names by heart. (laughs) So bottom line is, I just want to make the announcement. If you want to learn about what will stay the same and or change for DTA, you definitely need to be here tomorrow. You definitely want to watch the replay if you're watching it later and watch that video like a fine tooth comb because I'm going to break down what DTA has inside. I'm also going to break down some of the bonuses. I'm also going to give you access to get on the early bird list if you are not already on it. And we're going to drop that in Facebook tomorrow. But I'm also going to talk to you about a big piece that will be removed. And the big piece to be removed is that we have two DTA portals. We have the course portal. And then we have the Q&A portal. The course portal 
is like the information. The Q&A portal is what Brittany and everybody else have been talking about. Like we talk about all other kind of stuff in addition to what's in the portal because we want to cater to your needs based off right practice in the moment. And right now we're going through a season in our economy where, you know, inflation, recession, all those things are real and they got people concerned. So we want to address it with them. So with that said, anybody who joins DTA, this cohort will be able to come indefinitely to any cohorts we have in the future, whether it be two or three rounds of DTA for like six weeks, potentially it'll feel like eight to 10 weeks though, because the sessions may be spread out to let you know, because we have, we got all the feedback from our students. I implement that feedback. So we're having a meeting with our uh, team members tomorrow. <clears throat> look through all the midterm evaluation. So I do take your feedback seriously, which is why I have y'all talk to me in the chat box, right? Um, But this is the last cohort that will be able to come live to future coaching calls. So for example, anyone who joins in August, when we have another cohort in the early spring of next year, you can come to that. And most of our students come to at least two rounds at at minimum, right? To get everything. Um, Because the first one may be just information, information, right? Right. So then if we have one around this time next year or in the summer, you can come back to that one. Whoever joins next year, they will only be able to come to their live sessions. And then any other sessions that they want to watch, they literally will have to watch them in the Q&A portal. And there is a high benefit, of course, as we know, of showing up live because you can get your immediate needs met by asking questions about your business. So that's another thing that we do that's very differently is that we make our group feel intimate, even though it's like over a a little bit under 200 people in that community and it's forever growing. Right. But our goal is that students like Brittany, Kelly, Melissa, Dr. Z, if you show up and you know what you need help with and you don't want to suffer in silence, Mm -hmm. you speak up. And this is why they have had exponential growth in a short period of time. I didn't, I didn't really look at all that when I asked them to come on this call, <laughs> right? I just looked at, I want different types of students, but I think it's pretty phenomenal and put a one in the comment box, if you will all agree, or put a B and give it up for Brittany, right? That if we're looking at the B do half model, let's really apply it to Brittany, right? If we're talking mm-hmm. about the B do half model, she's a prime example of when she became the business owner in her head, she was like, business owners don't work for another company full time. So this is not going to work. What do I need to do to have my own private practice, even beyond a program. Because even with a portal, she still needed to go watch the lessons. She still chose to come to the coaching calls. She still chose to ask questions. She still chose to reach out and get an accountability group because that's optional, not mandatory, but highly suggested. She made those decisions. When you make those decisions, you get, as energy and laws of attraction spoke about, you get the outcome. Mm-hmm. If you say it's going to take you five years to build a private practice, you probably should not join our community <laughs> because that's real that because they're going to get on your ass mm-hmm. that I'm saying it out of love. I don't want your feelings to get hurt when you get in a community and you like push me, push me. And then they push you and you like, I don't want to be pushed. Can I can I speak to yeah, that? Like, any, any last words? <laughs> yeah. No, let me speak to that for real, because I said that. Right. Like and it was getting to a point where, like, let's be honest. When I said on the side, it really was like my full time job was getting in the way of my business. Like, so I'm just like, I don't have time for y'all work, even though like I was spending evenings and and other time getting stuff done. It was getting exhausting. And I was like, I can't do this. Now I'm basically working two full time jobs. This is not working. And so I had my accountability group and one particular person. I call her out, Brianna. She was like, 
you know, it sounds like, and I think I said something early in like January. She was like, it sounds like you just keep making excuses. Like, <laughs> I need you to set a date and to like be serious about this. And I was just like, okay, like you're right. And, but that's exactly what I asked for. I asked for people to hold me accountable and to push me and to tell me like, okay, you keep saying that, you know, this is what you need and this is what you want. How much money do you think you need to save? Like, are you ever going to really save all of that? Sometimes you have to actually walk away from the thing to get the thing that you need or the thing that you want. So, yeah. um, you know, when she called me out about that, I, I, I admit it hurt my little heart. So I was just like, oh, she coming for me today? Um, really? Okay. Um, but to be able to sit with that and say, okay, this is real. This is true. Like, I am making excuses or I am finding things that are continuing to get in the way of the thing that I want. And let's be honest, like nothing's going to be perfect. It's not. And I think someone who struggles with perfectionism, I want everything to be a certain way. I want things, you know, but at the end of the day, it's just like, I need to focus on what's in alignment and doing this is not in alignment. This was my full-time job. It was just like, that's not in alignment with what I want. I feel better. I feel good when I'm over here focusing on the things that I want in terms of my business and growing and building. And my calendar just got too big for me to even have to do anything else. So um, that was when I needed to go ahead and make the decision for me to just step away from it and to just bet on myself and just go all in. And I wasn't all in. I was one foot in, one foot out, but my mindset was definitely out and I needed to go ahead and do that. So, oh, that was good. That, that's, that's good. That, well, look, we listen to the podcast. Make sure we uh, put that as the intro. Okay. That's- okay. <laughs> so thanks yeah. so much, Brittany. I know that a lot of people gave you a shout out in the comment box with your, your, your letter and your name. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll take a look later, but appreciate everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Uh, all right, everybody. So on a scale of one to 10, how are y'all enjoying the boot camp before we wrap up? How did you enjoy our guests? They always surprised me. I think I, I literally feel like I learned something new about my students. And one of the things that I learned about Brittany, we're, we're Brianna, and I'm gonna give her a kudo, is that she kicked her in a little tush. Okay. And so that's the accountability that y'all need. And so I want to let you all know that I'm super excited for tomorrow. We are honing all the way in to wrap up the boot camp that is public for everybody. So let me just give this disclaimer before I click in live. Okay. Before these people walk into this room again. So um, tomorrow, like I said, we'll be doing a whole behind the scenes of DTA. Um, I'm going to show you the portal. I'm going to break down the program. You can bring any questions that you have, but I'm sure I'll go so much in detail where you may or may not have it. Also, we'll be releasing the early bird list if you're not already on it. And then on Saturday, um, even if you're watching this later, you can still show up Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You'll get a reminder for that. And we're going to take it on home with a Is Your Business Recession Proof. Now, next week, just to give you a heads up, we haven't dropped any calendar yet because I like to be in flow next week. But next week, I'm probably going to tap out and reach out to some of my DTA students to see if they want to do a mock session call. I put a one in the comment box if y'all want to see like a mock coaching session. (laughs) Because this is something that me and my husband have been talking about. And I'm like, oh, that'd be fun. You know, we'll go on Zoom. We'll stream it live. It won't be all pretty like this. It'll just be on Zoom and you'll see us in a little chat box, right? And we uh, will more than likely, I've done this in the past, we'll give y'all the link. So whoever wants to just watch it on Facebook, you can, or you can join us. And we'll do a mock. The only set, the only part that we won't have is the breakout session because that means I'll be staring at the screen. But I'll walk y'all through like a 15, 20 minute mock session where 
we'll actually, I don't want to tell you, but we'll walk you through what the actual coaching session would be like. And so it sounds like a lot of people want to do that. So we'll make sure to prepare what day that will be. And then we'll drop that information by this weekend. Um, But for this week, just make sure that you're going through the workbooks. Um, I would highly encourage you if you are not sure about DTA yet, of course, come tomorrow. Um, But then after that, what I would encourage you to do, head over to that course that you have access to for free and watch that first assessment because your scores are based on our framework of what we teach. So if you did the score that showed you the B-R-A-N-D and you had a score of zero through 100 that was in that course, you should know where your scores are. And my thing is, if you scored 50 or below in any of those areas, you need some help in your business. Because last time I checked in grad school, C's are a fail. Okay, so I will see all of you tomorrow. We're going to go behind the scenes. We're ready to have some fun. But right now I'm going to do my mental health practice, my private practice in the community. So I'm going to host a workshop on motivational interviewing for the staff so that they can stay motivated to provide epic services to the community members. All right. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com. Dot com.